Hey everyone, welcome to Untold Stories from Below the Nine. My name is Nathan. And my name is Maggie. And we are going to be discussing in this podcast everything that has to do with the entertainment and film industry through the eyes of our friends and our co-workers. Yeah, that's right, because we're going to be interviewing a lot of our close friends who work in the industry and people that we've met on set who have become friends with us. Yeah, and I think our goal is to learn, and it's really hard to find a perspective from, like, a regular old PA who's succeeding, who's paying rent, but also just working on that below-the-line scale. Yeah, and currently uh, we are quarantined. Me and Maggie are also roommates, and we are going to be calling our friends up, seeing how they're handling this whole COVID-19 and giving you some latest updates of how Hollywood is doing and how they're reacting yeah and what we expect when we go back to work as freelancers yeah it's gonna be a very interesting time and we just thought why not start a podcast while in quarantine but uh, we'll be giving a timestamp in the day of quarantine um, and just you know talking about our week and the entertainment industry and just things that we miss um so we hope you uh, are safe and you follow along um and here's episode one set while this was all happening when, when it was first it? hit when it first hit so yeah let's let's talk about what happened to us i think what happened was very interesting to see because we were on set early march and they hadn't locked down the city just yet no yeah it was before well it was right after it was the day after friday the 13th right which is which was kind of like our d-day right we got all the information on how we were so that screwed. weekend <laughs> That was my, at least my last job. Yeah, I think it, it was my last job, and and my last day at work was that following Monday. Right. Well, yeah, I think working on set was so interesting because obviously there was a new set of protocol. Um, everybody had to have mask on set. Um, Food was individually packaged. This was for a music video. This we, was. We yeah. uh, we, we were, manage stages. Yeah, so we were the stage managers uh, for that shoot. I was the opener, and Maggie was the closer. But um, yeah, it was really interesting. We had to um, disinfect everything constantly. Um, yeah, the artists had us all wear masks. That was mm-hmm. required. It was interesting. I think people were really worried, but they were also very confused on where it was going because, you know, and when we you're didn't on, really know. Yeah, and when you're on set, though, like, that's... That was at least some of the least worries they had on set, you know? Yeah. I felt like when you're on set, you're going to shoot something and you have a schedule. Mm-hmm. And even though there was a pandemic going on, at that time, it wasn't too serious, but... It was interesting to see how everybody was reacting to it. You had people who were very concerned and were following the rules, but like you're on set and you're close to people. Yeah. This was also during a time when I think now everyone knows masks are necessary for us to not spread the virus. Yes. Not necessarily not contract it, but not spread it. We didn't really, you know, the, the CDC, like CDC and all of that stuff was saying not to wear masks at this point right um and there were quite a few people on set and we were all in very close proximity and the artist wanted masks on us and i think even the the um the paramedic that was on site or like the 
The, they had uh, two medics, right? They had two medics, and one of them rolled their eyes, like, we shouldn't be wearing these masks. And, you know, I was like, yeah, I mean, CDC doesn't recommend it, but, you know, at the same time. So I feel like, well, now they came out with saying that now we have to wear a mask, and it actually It's a is requirement. Helpful. In California, it's a requirement. You can't go outside without one now. Right. Um, but it's so interesting that on set, I had a medic rolling his eyes at me, <laughs> and it's just, like, so, in, I don't know, I was like, wow, things have changed in yeah. the last month and i saw my co-workers kind of go down one by one too we work in a warehouse and mm-hmm. it was like their schedules just kept changing you know and it was just suddenly they had no work and it was like layoffs were happening slowly and it was like this slow it was quick. slow but pretty quick because like, at the end of that week people were already getting laid off yeah it was scary it was jobs weird. all the all the jobs dropped I think you know what? Stages. it was so fast that it seemed slow. Like it was so fast that like you didn't have time to process that this was happening to you. Right. Um, so I think that's happened to a lot of people in, in America and in this industry. I'm sure people were like, you know, I hope you can come back to this show after all of this is over. But we just didn't know. My yeah. boss was like, it's at most a month. And now we're a little bit over a month in. Yeah, I mean, um, we so. kind of just have to play it by ear now because at first the president said that we were going to be out of here by, what, Easter? And yeah. it's Easter weekend now. Yeah, well, do we really believe him, though? No. <laughs> no, we did not. I don't not. think I ever believed that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Italy was in a bad trajectory from the beginning. I was like, how are we going to avoid this? We were like... 10 times, I mean, 10 times the size of Italy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it happened to them. And, you know, we should know what's going to happen to us. Right. We just got the uh, notification that we are going to be in quarantine for another month. Right. But it's but only we've been like pretty a much month and a half at most. adapted already. I yeah, mean. I think so. Um, so what have we been doing? I mean, mainly we started off with TikTok. Nathan took initiative with TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I we got on that, that hype for a while. Yeah, I immediately jumped on it. And I mean, I my first TikTok, I think, was the haircut video. Yeah, it was George's um, haircut. So right? yeah, your boyfriend needed a haircut yeah. pretty desperately. Very bad. And I couldn't see him that way anymore. So <laughs> I decided to buy some clippers and i was pretty nervous i'm kind of a control freak i think i was like one moment of like oh you were my like god, hovering oh over oh and god. i'm like i cannot mess this oh up god. if not she's not gonna sleep with him <laughs> no he he looked great though and i he think did, everyone yeah. in the comments agrees oh yeah you've gotten like what is it 43k or yeah, something yeah if you guys want to see that video follow me on tiktok at nathan.marquez i yes. post some pretty nate the great creative stuff <laughs> Um, because... And informative. I, yeah, that's something I've been using to cope with. Um, yeah. With this pandemic. It's just like you feel like you can't do enough, and I think creating content is something you can do for yourself and for others. Because, yeah. And you say, you know, you taught us how to, how to make a mask. Right, yeah, and, making a mask is important, especially yeah. now because there's... It's hard to get one now, right? Yeah, or... it's pretty hard to get one now. The last couple weeks, I mean, I brought my I brought my journal with me. Oh, I came, she writes. I came prepared. And so now we're on day 26, 27. Mm-hmm. There was 3 point something million applied for unemployment. Something like that, yeah. And then now it's 6.6. Oh. It's like 10% of our workforce. Which I'm so happy that um, 
I was able to do at least with my part-time because stage yeah. managing being part-time for me kind of saved my ass. Yeah, and you get unemployment because I think what freelancers get unemployment plus you're through a yeah. company. So the company saved your butt a little. Yeah, so outside of me being a stage manager, I also freelance in production. Um, like primarily. Primarily I mean, like, in production. You, you do a lot of freelancing. Yeah, I either am in the art department or a production assistant. Um, freelancers are getting some help you know, oh, from yeah, the government. Sure. So, because I, I was pretty worried. I, we both have a lot of friends who are freelancers mm-hmm. in the entertainment industry. Right. Um, so to hear that, that was really good. Yeah. Are they um, getting any in Chicago? Or like the Midwest, um, because California know. is on their shit. We California, live in the best state. Ever. Yeah, California has been doing a pretty good we're job. We're killing it. The way I see us getting back into work is, I know that we're probably gonna have to uh, follow a set of rules and a protocol. I feel like we're all gonna have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. I feel like we might even be tested. Yeah, <laughs> like fever, if take your temperature. Fever, temperature, yeah. like the medics are. Pro- they're probably gonna have Multiple more than medics. one medic on site. It's yeah. just hard because I feel like when you're a big, big shoot, you can wait until it's safe enough. But if you're a very small, small shoot, you don't have the money to get the medics. Right. So, so it's I think tough. it depends on what, yeah, what we're shooting, who we're allowing to shoot, mm-hmm. you know? Like, does that mean small groups can't shoot if they don't have the budget to make sure everybody's okay? Right, yeah. So there's some questions that are still lingering. In California, it's like, especially LA. Like, our whole system, I mean, most of us work in the industry. And if you don't, if you're, like, a carpet cleaner, you carpet clean for a set, like, that's, you know, down the street. So, like, I think that, you know, we all have our, like, foot in the door when it comes to the industry. If you're in the city. It it runs on it. Yeah, there's no way we wouldn't have any work. Like, there's no way. Because, I mean, our... Our state even runs off of our entertainment money. Yeah. We make the most money for our state. So they're going to give us tax breaks and they're going to get us up and running. But I think it's tough because our our industry runs on, it also runs on big gatherings <laughs> right. of 30 to 50 people making something happen. Yeah. Um, it's like, how do you light a scene without getting this, you know, getting two inches from someone else's face to put up a light? And it's going to be, I mean, they say this is going to change our lives. I think it is going to it change. It has already. <laughs> our, yeah, I think it's going to definitely change. I also feel like maybe these uh, studios are going to take initiative to find like some type of system or protocol yeah. that we all follow just to make sure that we're all safe, but yeah. also that we can work a job still. Right. And, you know, studio life will definitely pick up before anything on the outside. I think that's so great that we have so many studios in LA because there's definitely going to be work because I think there's going to be like an inside opportunity to work. Like if we were just prime, I don't think location shoots will really be a thing for a while. Usually it's like- Just shooting out in public is just- It's not safe. Not the best option. I'm just very interested in people who don't work in the studios and who do like- Yeah. The on on location kind of things and the small- the small Budgets. things, the PAs who work, you know, you work, sometimes you work, I mean, a lot of the times you work day playing. Yeah. And that's really hard to find when you're not location shooting. Because exactly. 
location shoots are mainly for day players because you mm-hmm. know you you need an extra hand here or there. So I'm hoping those day players are going to be able to find work in different avenues in our industry. So like I'm sure things are going to change where they're going to need a PA to check in people right. with thermometers and stuff and how that will work and like you know protective gear and being in yeah. charge of disinfecting things. That would be a very good idea. I mean like having more PAs on set just to help with those kind of things. Yeah, and getting trained by a medic and, you know, I'm that's something, I mean, the industry's gonna have, like you said, they're gonna have to find a, a way to mm-hmm. make it work. Yeah, I mean, because we have a system on set, I mean, like like you said. Militaristic. Militaristic. T- yes. Yeah. It's, but at the same time, again, I'm optimistic. California's taken really good measures. Same mm-hmm. with New York, you yeah. know, the coast, the big cities where a lot of our PA friends are in. Mm-hmm. I think I think everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. Um. And then I guess we were gonna talk about how you could help. Um, yeah, I've recently started looking into volunteer options, and these are actually actually uh, virtual. Um, one being, you know, donating masks if you if you have like um, sewing skills and you have yeah. like. What was, material, that, what you was can the challenge? Stuff. It's like the... Uh, the mass challenge. The mass challenge. Yeah, and you can, like, put the city, you know, whatever city. So there's one for L.A. Um, but you can Google uh, the mass challenge, and it's for... It could be for any state. You're just sending these masks to doctors or nurses, whoever in the medical field yeah. needs them. You will be able to send them to their address. So that's pretty awesome. Oh, that's awesome. really nice. Um, I think that's that's a really fun way to to do it too if you have like kids or if you're like really bored and you like need something to do with your hands yeah that's a really good uh thing to do and i think it's gonna last like whether i don't know when this podcast comes out Mm -hmm. but whatever time we're in i'm sure we're still wearing masks that's the thing it's like i'm sure i mean and and like the surge of medical masks is so insane i'm sure we're gonna need some months from now yeah um so that's one way um, another opportunity that you can look for is, it's very cute. You can call like senior citizens, their homes oh, and provide them comfort what? and have That's conversations adorable. with them and just, you know, just to make sure they're okay. Yeah. So a is lot it of like a Skype thing or is it like a call thing? They'll give you like a list of phone numbers to contact. Oh my God. You can pick, you know, which grandma and grandpa you want to call. Oh my God, it's super adorable so um and they need it they need they somebody really to talk to because i hate to you know be alone oh, in a house yeah especially if you know your kids live in a different state or you know mm-hmm. god it would just be so hard i mean like i was on the news today they were talking about how um covid19 patients seeing their families actually improves their they're actually skyping people as medicine Mm. they'll like skype the family because they're like oh it's getting you know like you need let's skype it and they have their they'll improve they get better they actually get out of the hospital i've been skyping my family every day yeah and it's so nice to see faces yeah and just talk and like know that you're loved and what you're fighting for and i think like when you're an older person you're even if you're healthy it's like Having a nice young person call you right. and tell you, you know... Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Just stay inside. And you can also... Uh, there's this other opportunity where you can send, like, sort of care packages. So you can do... 
it's like you pick 10 things. So say I do hand sanitizer, gloves, shampoo, conditioner, mm-hmm. uh, canned food, um, toilet paper. Yeah. And you can have these sent to specific mm-hmm. families that don't That's have so cool. um, a lot of money. You have such cool ones. You're like, a, you got all pulled up on. Yeah. I have Feed America, which is a pretty general one. You see it on on the TV a lot, um, celebrities mm-hmm. pushing for Feed America. I really like it because it's, like, a very generic, like, if you're afraid of, like, a lot of, like, if you're afraid of being social, you just want to, like, give some money, some like, pour your money into something, this is really nice. Um, it gives kids and families in need uh, direct support and will get them meals on the table. It gets them benefits, things mm-hmm. like that. You can also volunteer. Um, if you go to Feed America on the Take Action page, um you know you have your options of either volunteering or just or just donating money and honestly donating money is you know is great if you are in a time when you need help yourself um and you know you want to donate like five dollars i think that's like that's fine and i mean just a dollar is still gonna help right because i know some people are afraid to to volunteer um especially right now because you know Mm -hmm. you might get sick and it's like if you're like me who has asthma it's like not a good idea for me to go spread my germs everywhere but yeah i mean again i don't know when this is coming out so this could very much be you know you could probably volunteer your Mm -hmm. time too you know i bet there's places out there that need yeah like assistance with old older people getting them you know their care um and just you know taking care of yourself um, make mm-hmm. sure you take a mental break. Oh, uh, yeah. Meditate. Read, meditate. Get yourself out of all of that. Do some breathing work. Make sure you're... Yeah. Um, what do you call it? It's your in, uh, frequency. Oh, your frequency, yes. Yeah, if that's high, Yeah. Uh, maybe do a lot of breathe work. That really helps, I heard, um, with what's going on around here. Because yeah. if that's up, yeah. then it's less likely... It's, it's weird. It's like, it makes sense when you're about that world but yeah. if you don't meditate and if you don't do no no that, no i get what you mean i yeah. i meditate and i think it's like um i always tell people i tell nathan all the time because your brain's a muscle mm-hmm. um your brain can take over your mind so yeah. if you exercise your mind muscles you can tell your brain what to do exactly um and i think in this time it's like you have to cognitively think and say okay i'm gonna be all right everything's gonna be okay yeah the industry's gonna come back everyone's gonna come back um, and we're gonna be okay, and, and we're we'll get to talk to our other. friends, and we get to interview yeah. them, just like how this yeah. what this podcast it's, was supposed to be for. It's gonna be great, and you're gonna yeah. hear more content that's not COVID nineteen related, because I'm yeah. sure you're tired of hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just um, like we are. Yeah. Trust me, I only look at the news like once a day. Yeah. Um, only because I like to uh, see what's going on, because I think that's important. But. Yeah. Stay relevant, but don't yeah. overstress your mind. Yeah. Um, you know, help other people out, but help yourself. Um, you know, all the fun things. But mm-hmm. I think that's the end of our first COVID-19 Corona special. Yeah. Um, a couple, we'll probably just keep every week, just keep Logging. updating seeing you know what our predictions will be depending on yeah i'm gonna hit up a couple of my friends in the who are freelancers seeing what they're up to yeah maybe we can make a few phone calls yeah maybe we can talk to a few friends see how they're doing just come hang out with us yeah because we're bored (laughs) and playing animal crossing yes Um, living the life inside (laughs) inside like you know uh, the rest of us um, but, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's end of episode one. End of episode one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, please stay tuned. And uh, safe. 
Stay safe. Um, yeah. Stay inside. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye.